0: today's podcast is brought to you by lander based in montreal canada lander is the world's first intelligent drag and drop instant mastering service by mix genius so uh, just for being a listener to today's podcast we're going to give you a free trial all you got to do is go to lander.com that's l-a-n-d-r.com slash promo slash s-o-d-d you go there you're going to get two free mp3s of your master so check it out let me know what you think but most importantly let lander know that straight out the den sent you Today's podcast is also brought to you by Raps and Hustles. Go to RapsandHustles.com right now. That's R-A-P-S-A-N-D-H-U-S-T-L-E-S.com right now. Uh, They have reposting services. Uh, If you're in the tri-state area, they do provide video services there for you. Uh, There's a lot of things that they provide, but most importantly, you need to go there right now and let them know that straight out the den sent you. Once again, that's RapsandHustles.com. So yeah, uh, I told you guys, um, I think it was what, two weeks ago when we last, uh, chatted with each other and, uh, we had Corey Moe on the podcast. Um, I told you guys that I may or may not would have one that next week I was going on vacation. And so I did hold true to that. Um, I went on vacation, had a great time. It was a great, um, restart, um, needed to refuel and recharge the batteries per se. And, um it was good times. I went to Minneapolis, Minnesota. Um, first time there, the home of Prince. I did not get a chance to see Prince. Um, I did not get a chance to, uh, take a, a dip in Lake Minnetonka, but I, I did go to Lake Calhoun, um, and rode bikes over the whole city and, and really just had a good time. It, it was great to be in a place that, um, number one, is not familiar to you, but also, um, a place that you don't go to all the time. Like, you know, Uh, growing up as a kid, my pops and and my mom, they used to take us to Florida like every single year, loved them for taking us on vacation. But I got so tired of Florida that, you know, as an adult, I, I, I barely go to Florida unless it's on some business. So, um, you know, it was nice to just get a break from the norm and, and go somewhere different. And truth be told, if you ever want to go to a place with great weather in the summer, I suggest you go to Minneapolis. It's a very um, uh, active city. Like I said, we rode bikes throughout the whole city. Um, easy to get around. Went to the Mall of Georgia, went to the casino, um, did a couple other things. But, you know, I, I definitely think that you guys would enjoy um Minneapolis when you get a chance so uh, but this week we have a very dope podcast coming up Um, we're actually going to be talking to the homie Nick Pratt Uh, he's been on the podcast before with Lazy J but today he's coming on um, and he's going to be solo to talk about a new project and hopefully we'll get a chance to talk to him about some other things too so uh, sit back relax and listen this is the podcast with Nick Pratt Hey, what's going on people? It's Jay Good, straight out the den.com. Um t- on-, on the line today, man, we have a very special guest. Uh this is actually his second time on the podcast. Um he he was on the po- podcast may may have been almost 2 years now um with the Homie Lazy Jay. Uh they released a project. Uh but but today he's back um and he has a new project on the horizon and, and there's a couple other things in the mix for him. But help me welcome the Homie Nick Pratt to the show. How you doing, bro?
1: Yeah, man. What's happening, man? It's good to be back, bro. I Appreciate you having me, dog. Always, a, always a good time, man. Sure, for real.
0: Oh yeah, man. No doubt, man. I appreciate you calling in, and um, you know, like we was talking about offline, um, the podcast has shifted a little bit, and you know, now we kind of give a little more advice uh, to a lot of the indie artists, and me and you had right. a a. Encounter a couple of, well, maybe like a month or two ago, something like that, uh, where you reached out about working with an artist that I had a good relationship with. And, um, you know, I, I just felt it was, it'll be dope to kind of have that, you know, regurgitate that conversation here um, and try to help, you know, some people that may be thinking about, you know, what's the best way for me to go by, about uh, reaching out for features of people that, you know, may not be in my city or even if they are in my city, like what's the best way to go by doing that? And so, definitely you know i definitely want to start by asking you that question i noticed you had a lot of uh music that's out right now and it was um some features on projects and those people that you know particularly were not in the same area that you lived in man so like what what was your process um to go about you know attacking those those people your wish list for features if you say man so first
1: and foremost you know the the main point you point out is that we I'm, I wasn't close to a lot of people, you know, and I'm 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 like I'm in LA and there's a lot of it's a lot of artists out here, you know, um uh, but I'm not from here. And so most of the artists I got relationships with are well you know, abroad. I haven't been a lot of places, you know what I'm saying? That's so like most of the folks that I fool with been super tight with over these over the years and stuff is, you know, they in Pittsburgh, they in Texas, they in you know, New York, New Jersey, whatever. Um, and so, like, using the the internet, <laughs> you know what I'm saying, like, email, like, it's it's so many cats who I still, to this day, get caught up on, uh, you know, man, I need to be in the studio, we need to be able to hook up and ride out and stuff like that. And I mean, I don't know, I mean, I get that as far as, like, a process for, like, trying to come up, like, co-collaborate and come up with a record, you know what I'm saying, together. You know what I mean? But like, if you could rap or sing or whatever it is that you do, you know what I'm saying? You should be able to do that from wherever, you know, and make yourself fit in and work into a piece of a art or, you know, record, or whatever, you know what I'm saying? However you can. Like, it shouldn't, it shouldn't, I don't think, you know, proximity should be that big of an issue, but I, I run into that ever so often. Um, I think it's really interesting 'cause I mean it's two thousand and sixteen, bruh. Like, you yeah. know, we don't ever we don't ever have to meet like MF Doom has had a crazy career for what, twenty years and ain't nobody never seen his face before.
2: You yeah. know what I'm saying? And this yeah, is way are. way
1: before the internet ever started popping. So it's just like, bruh, yeah, you know, that, that shouldn't be an issue. Um, but I think as far as like being able to to get features that I that I won't, you know, um i mean i feel like it's 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 dual prong it's, it's a really i think about what you want out of the situation so if you just if you want a solid record you know a record that's gonna work something that's going gone you know that like that sounds good that fits that 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 that's right you know what i mean like i mean i, I definitely think a lot of that has to do with first off knowing what it is you want it to sound like mm-hmm. you know what i mean Absolutely. like you know, and, and knowing what you're looking for, like, it's, everybody rap, you know, um, half of everybody sing, so, you know, I, I couldn't, you know, hey, man, but thank you realistic, it's I mean, it, every, everybody thinks they can rap. You know what I'm saying? It doesn't seem like a difficult thing because it doesn't take no need, need to be able to hear notes and,
2: mm-hmm. you know, you
1: could be tone deaf and still do it. But this it's some people who are at least realistic about the fact that they can't sing. Not everybody. It's a lot of folks out there singing. They can't. We you know this. You know what oh, I'm saying?
0: Oh, yeah. Absolutely. But, Absolutely.
1: but, um, you know, so like, you know, like I said, everybody rap, man. You can find a rapper. You could throw a rock and hit a rapper. Just go outside. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you just need a, somebody to rap on a song and it don't really matter... Then worry, Why don't you get one of your homeboys? You know, why don't you help promote one of the partners that you got? You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Um but if you're looking for a particular sound, a style, a flavor or whatever, you gotta be a little bit more particular. And I feel like that's the first the first piece is like knowing what where you're going with your record, what you want it to sound like, you know, um if you have what you think is like a hole or a gap in it, or at least or a space that you think somebody else would would be better in than yourself, you know what I'm saying? Hit them up. Um, but ideally it needs to be somebody that you got a relationship with, you know? Um, that's typically where you're going to get the best, probably most organic, um, you know, natural sounding, um, uh, addition to, to your, to your piece, mm-hmm. you know? Um, I've spent money before on beats. I haven't really spent money on any features, um, I, I tend to work with people who I got relationships with or who I have a relationship with somebody who has um, a relationship with them. You know what I mean? Yeah, and, yeah. and we we got common interests. You know what I mean? Or it'll just be a good fit. Oh, this, this person is dope. I got a record that this will work with. You know what I mean? Let me hit this person up to see, you know, what they think or if I can get with such and such and if they can get with this person. Or let's see. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's always been the thing that, that for me, based off of a relationship that I've had, you know, or a relationship that I'm in the process of developing, you know what I mean? Because, um, I mean, that's a lot of this game. Like, it's a business, so it's very social, you know? Yeah, um, absolutely.
0: Those relationships I, are, are, are key, you know? And, and definitely. In, in, with any business, but, you know, especially in music, because um, you have, like you say, you have so many rappers out here nowadays, so it's kind of like how to differentiate yourself From everybody else. Like you said, you can walk outside right now and there's somebody that raps. And and until you just said that, I mean, I knew that, but like hearing you say it out loud, it kind of blew my mind for a second just to think, you know, and and the same thing has has happened on the producer end too. It used to be a time where there was only a limited amount of producers, but now... Mm You know, there's no real investment. If you got a laptop, you can pirate some software and you produce it. You know what I mean? You exactly. can go and buy like a $50 MIDI keyboard and you really in the game. You know what I'm saying? So exactly. It, exactly. You know, it, it, it's not a lot of investment needed now. So being able to set yourself apart by doing the things that you're doing really will help out in the long run. Um, so first off, thank you for sharing that. I, I noticed um, with you and and, the, and your style of music, you tend to, like you said, work with artists who you feel comfortable with. Like, I can tell that you've actually done the research on the artists. It's not like reaching out for a feature for somebody and you've never even really listened to their music. It's just like you're trying to go after a name or something like that. Like, you're going after features that make sense for the record, you know?
2: Yeah.
1: Definitely, man. I mean, like, you know, I've been doing this, I don't want to say for a while, but a good enough amount of time. You know what I'm saying? And, um, you know, I, I've been around people who have catapulted past me, and uh, you know, around people who are around these people or whatever. Man, you should get a verse with this person. You should get a song with this person. You should do this. You should do that. You know, and I mean, like, for me, I mean, this is still art, you know, it's a competitive art, mm-hmm. which is, it's weird, you know what I'm saying, that you, you, you bring a competitive piece into your art, Um you know what I'm saying, uh, but that's—I mean—it's still—that's what it is. It's a competitive art, and I don't want it to be compromised ever. You know, personally, um, because I was trying to come up, some. You know what I'm saying? Gotcha. I was trying to make a dollar. You know yeah. what I mean? Um, <laughs> Absolutely. I've—I've I've yet to get to that place where I'm really selling out my my music for advancement. You mm-hmm. know, um, and so like. You know, I don't know, being close to Big Sean, this was a thing at one point in time of my career, um, but Big Sean ain't one of my favorite rappers, you know what I'm saying? I respect his ability to rap.
2: He he got a
1: lot of different deliveries, but stylistically, this I don't really vibe with that dude, so I've never reached out to him, you know what, mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And this was before, boom, Big Sean, but this is when we could see it was about to happen, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um there's other artists. I mean, I shouldn't have said his name because I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> no, <laughs> well, I, you know? I got
0: you though. I mean, and the thing is, but, like you know what
1: I'm saying. Like, yeah, it, it could have been. It could have been a big moment, you know, or it could have led to a big moment. Uh, you know what I'm saying? This is this is definitely one of the biggest rappers in the game, you know, and well deserved too because he put the work in. You know what I'm saying? But at the time, it, you know, it didn't seem like a thing. I mean. This is a person who, if I had a budget right now, I probably wouldn't go out of my way to try to work with you know? Uh, Because I don't know that the vibe would be right. And I'd rather not, you know what I'm saying, just for the sake of something that's mine and that's going to stick with me forever. Because, I mean, we artists at the end of the day. I mean, it's drug dealers that are rappers who say that they're not rappers. You know what I'm saying? I'm a hustler. This is a business for me. But it's still art. You got into the business of not just selling art, not like just an art dealer. You didn't start a label. You know what I'm saying? You got into the business of creating mm. and selling art. You know what I'm saying? And so when you're doing this, you are at this point contributing to history. You know? Yeah, like, man. That's a that's real of talk. Every <laughs> piece music that's put out, sold, whatever. Like, this is catalog now. This is catalog. This is going to exist forever. Like, the music that I've released is going to exist forever. People will be able to go back forever and look my name up and find these records that I made. And I don't want at any point for somebody to be like, ah, oh, this nigga was tripping. You know what yeah, I'm
0: saying? When yeah. I made something. No, you. I mean, you, you, know? you made a good point just then, because like, catalog is everything, right? Like, we can be realistic about the music industry, right? Like, now, there's only going to be a handful of artists that really become the Jay-Zs and the Rick Rosses and, you know, the Kanye Wests, like... That that's a hand handful of artists. You know what I mean? And, right. And I, and I don't discredit anyone, but that's just those those are the, the truth. That's that's facts. Those are the numbers. The the um, the bulk of the rappers nowadays are gonna be, you know, B B and C list artists. That's just what it is. And there's that's no knock to it. That's just how the model is set up. I mean, you look you can at
1: still be successful still, exactly. and live your life only making your music. Exactly. You know what I'm and exactly. be in these tiers. You don't have to be mega, ultra star. You know? Like, who, a uh, uh, artist who I really, 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 really love is Donny Hathaway.
2: Mm.
1: And Donny is remembered now as this legendary, iconic singer, songwriter. But in his short-lived career, short, you know, RIP, because he took his own life from us. But like, he you know, he didn't he wasn't selling out big super ultra massive stadiums and stuff like that, you know what I'm saying? Like Donnie was never Stevie. Donnie was never Marvin Gaye, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But he's great.
2: It's and the music. we go back
1: now and we look at it and we reflect off of what three solo albums I think that he put out.
0: It's the and, music, man, the catalog, the catalog you know what I mean? is everything
1: exactly and if it's good it's timeless like good music is timeless if somebody has a taste you know for your genre you know what i'm saying and your music within said genre is great it's gonna stay great regardless of who you made it with you know
0: that's that that's um that's a real statement bro because like now i'm gonna be honest and, and tell you about myself real quick like I rarely listen to uh, the radio. Like, in the morning, I listen to Ricky Smiley. Um, mm-hmm. But outside of that, I'm listening. If I listen to the radio, it's like an old-school station, so it's either playing, like, some old-school R&B or, like, some OG hip-hop, you know what I mean? And whenever right. I'm listening to those stations in the afternoon and and in the evening, you know, I'll hear records that stand the test of time. Like, you know, I, me, me and my wife, we was, like, driving, bro, like, uh, to Augusta. And I just had my I had my phone out playing music, and I just went on like a quick West Coast run, right? And so I was just playing right. like songs off the Chronic, and right those songs still ring off, and you know this this is like ninety two, ninety three, and you so we looking right. at like fifteen, almost 15, 14 years ago, and these songs still ring off like they brand new, bro. Like and, and that's the the crazy thing about it. You know what I mean? Actually, 20 years, I'm tripping, like 20 years ago, and it's like these songs are are, are like, they still sound brand new, and, and you know all the words, and you're still having a good time for it, and, and it's like, you have songs that are popular now, that, I mean, it's only gonna, it, it has to stand the test of time, like, we'll have to see 10 years from now, we better put it on, and people still rock to it, or will they, you know, right. or, or will they not, you know what I mean? So it's all about making that timeless music, just like you said.
1: And it's something, I mean, you also got to remember thinking about like songs that's popular, like pop music, like that is paid and programmed, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, like, and we don't really think about, we don't really, really try to think about rap in the same way, you know? But if you look at a lot of the pop music, especially like from like the 80s and like from like the early 80s. You listen, you wouldn't know you wouldn't be caught dead listening <laughs> to that shit right now, yeah. you know what I'm saying, yeah, like, you right wouldn't be caught dead listening to it, and we try not to put rap in this same category, but you can think about um Iggy Azalea, what's her song that was all crazy? You know what I'm saying, yeah, like the, the
0: fancy record, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, you know what I'm saying that joint is.
2: Horrible.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's it, yeah. a horrible song. I don't think anybody. I I bet Iggy ever won't argue with you about that song being a horrible record. But as far as its impact, as far as its plays, its reception, it was a great record. You know, mm-hmm. it's it great it As far as hit. how massive it was, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like man, I saw Cassius G. This is, you know, this is this is like my little brother. He's one of my producers. He's featured all over my album. He and I were talking about a little Yadi or no, a little Uzi Vert record the mm-hmm. other day, and man, I little Uzi Vert the only nigga who can convince me that he got some heat and he ain't did it yet. You know what I'm saying? But hmm. he and I were arguing the difference between how great one of his songs was. He was telling me that this song is great, and I was like, I mean, the beat type, you know, but this song is not great. That's up for debate.
2: Yeah, you know
1: what I'm saying? As, as far as quality goes. But as far as impact, ah, man, yeah, it's a huge drinker. You know what I'm saying? Because it's a little Uzi Vert record. So right now, pretty much everything he got out Kinda huge, you know yeah, what I'm it's, saying? It's gonna
0: ring off. It's gonna ring off. That's the thing, though. I mean, you're saying the important words right now. It's impact because music will impact, and, and is mainly impacting because of paid programming. That's and that's something that the general public just don't know about. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like the average person don't know that you hearing a song on the radio is on purpose. It's not by chance right. that song is on the radio, and you know you wonder why. You might listen to the radio three hours out of the day, and you hear that same song about four or five times. Well, it's being programmed. That's the whole point of the song, being in repetition. And then eventually you know all the words to the song, and you wonder why a song that you used to hate, you all of a sudden know all the words to. It's, it's you know literally called program.
1: You wasn't fooling with, it's now one of your favorite artists. Yeah, yeah, you exactly. Five, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> exactly, like. exactly.
0: It is it's programming, but you know the the uh, the under the underlying tone for all of that is like you say you gotta create uh, great music. And you mentioned um, a few moments ago that you know you're working on your album and uh, you have this project that's coming out. What's the name of the
1: project? Um, by so the way? It, it dropped. It's called Manifest Destiny. Manifest um, Destiny. Okay. Yeah, and we dropped that in July. Um, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's it's a slow burn as far as like us trying to build it up and really. Get the word out. We premiered it with um, with Mass Appeal, um, the, the blog, not the label. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to Nas, though. Um, with the bevel blade. And, um, I was like,
0: let me find that Nick Pratt getting the deal
1: over here. Now, hold up, hold up. Hey, <laughs> man, shoot. I wish. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah, it's all good. Uh, like if it's, if, well, I say I wish. If it's right, it's right. But, I mean, the whole thing about this project was about me doing something. Like, you know, it was about just building it by doing it myself. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's why we call it Manifest destiny. You know, pretty much, like, every feature is somebody that's been within my crew. You know, I've been pursuing a lot of features for outside promotion and stuff, just getting records out and, you know what I'm saying, doing my thing and working with cats that I, you know, that I got respect for or that mm-hmm. I came up in the game with, you know, but we try to keep this as in-house as possible, you know what I'm saying, um, for the creation of this. And, I mean, that's, that's part of, you know, the whole play on it is you know we we working like on some master p type stuff you know what i'm saying yeah, on, some, yeah. on some shit like like jay and 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 them before before they took it to the label you know what i'm saying like
2: absolutely
0: the real
1: shit you know what i'm saying the indie shit i mean like the game is odd as it is you know as weird of a place i feel like the music business is in right now it's in a weird transitional space you know and if you're paying attention and got any kind of understanding about anything then you see it you know you could tell just by how they happen to recalculate what's gold and platinum now you know what i'm yeah, saying yeah you know, the game is in a is in a funny space but it's in a space where you can have all the control again you know um
0: it is that
1: it, rap turning rap turning into jazz you know what i'm saying yeah. like
0: i mean it's pretty and, much and you know, the know, whole you'll game need no big is label
1: you don't need a distributor like my music in every store
0: yeah
1: it's in every store that people go to buy music at right now people don't go to best buy no more They don't, don't they don't.
0: You know, know? the the game is is cyclical, man. Like, you know, everything is going to come back around. So now we're we're coming back around to uh, the indie, the indie war, right? Mm -hmm. And and best believe, bro, like, it's going to come a time when the majors are going to be important again. We just got to wait it out, you know? Yeah, because they got to
1: figure out what's going on with the music so they can try to – get their hands back all over it again. So yeah. I mean it's definitely gonna take some time. They gotta catch up. But this is a great time if he's forward minded, forward thinking and talented because, you know, you can you can get the head um, you know, on some other you know, on some other niggas without really needing much. Exactly. You know?
0: Now I, I personally I think I figured it out what what's gonna happen and it's something that is happening right now before our eyes, man, and and I think that as a musician you kind of, you're excited about it because it's new technology, but at the same time, you really got to pay attention, and it's the whole streaming thing, right? Because mm-hmm. what's going on now is they figured out a model where, oh, okay, 1,500 streams equal, you know, one album, and now they're making it where you're seeing people release their mixtapes via Apple Music, and they're basically getting paid off of the mixtapes legitimately now as opposed to, you know, doing the other way, dropping it on that right. path and then sell, you know, selling a piece of merch, which essentially right. they really sell in the mixtape, but you know, they they figured out a way now. Now we can just stream it off the site. We're never selling it. You can just stream it and we're still going to get paid off of it. And that sounds good. But the thing is, they haven't changed the model for how you're getting paid. And so those exactly. royalties are like stupid low, man. Like they, yeah. it, it, they gotta, they gotta remodify that model. And if they don't do it soon, it's gonna to come to a time where they're pushing to, well we already know they're pushing to make everything online and streaming now like so no physical mm-hmm. copies or anything like that but you know and as you know a,
1: what that does like that does so like that, oh man it's deep on so many levels man and Cass gotta read up on this man are y'all indie rappers I know y'all be listening checking out this podcast it's a great podcast I listen to it a lot too to get a little game here and there but listen it's man the ownership the ownership piece that's going to come into play once music is stopped being able to be sold and it just exists on these websites, dog, like Apple going mm-hmm. to own your music. Spotify going to own your music. Tidal going to own your music. You are giving up your music to go to the library. It's about to be theirs too.
2: Mm-hmm. You, you it's not said be it,
1: bad.
0: You, and, and that's it's the thing. Like, bro, I see it. I already see it. it's coming, and, and it's kind of like what you gotta do. It, you gotta figure out the curve, like. So that's why I tell indie artist, man, don't stop selling physicals, no matter what. Oh yeah. Like, don't stop oh, yeah. selling physicals, man. Because like, physicals is, is that. That's when you know it's you. All the way, you your best bet if you just want to try to get rid of dealing with the streaming aspect or get rid of physical start selling like digital download, like with the cars and stuff where people got to buy your cars or whatever. But I'm it. telling you, man, like getting rid of physicals is, it sounds good. It sounds real good when you can put everything online and don't have to worry about it. But like you said, that ownership piece, because right now, if you ask the indie artist that's new in the game and don't know a whole lot, they just excited to be able to get on title um, exactly. iTunes and Spotify not knowing that they can do that with uh, I mean I don't know who you use but they can use DistroKit they can use TuneCore they can use a bunch of people and, and be able to do that and with little next to no money you know what I mean like yeah. it, it doesn't cost yeah. a lot to do that now you know distro
1: kid is lit
0: oh bro (laughs) hey trust me hey i'm on distro (laughs) kid bro like i i'm telling you i i can't mention their name too much because they need to go ahead and give me a sponsorship but i'm telling people like distro kid is really where it's at if you're just trying to go ahead like dude i had somebody like pull something so slick and I didn't know it because I, I wasn't hip to Distro Kid just yet. Like, you know, and they did and it was like, Oh yeah, man, I'm about to release my album exclusively on title. And I'm like in my mind I'm thinking, like, yo, how you gonna deal with title? And I'm just like, Oh, all they did was use Distro Kid and just only put it in the right. title store. But you right, know what I'm saying? Right. It's like we don't the average person don't know that. So all they see is exclusively on title. It's crazy, man. Like and, and so but but that's 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 game though. That's how you do you know, we we giving we giving out a whole lot right now. You know what I'm saying? But that
1: don't it don't make no sense for that nigga though, whoever you talking about, except for like just for marketing purposes, to put that music out exclusively on top oh, of yeah. you're yeah. losing so much money. He, hey,
0: losing <laughs> he he definitely lost a lot. I got where he was going with it, yeah. but he lost a lot. And you know, and think it's like the
1: thing, most niggas ain't even got title, yeah. much of shit they be talking, and much of shit is these girls be talking about loving Beyonce and being in the hive, most of these <laughs> mugs ain't got title. No. And on top of that, a lot of people who do got it don't really like the platform that much, which is crazy. So I mean,
0: you know. Yeah, it, it, it's a lot. It's a lot going <laughs> on, man. But that 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 streaming, that that streaming war. Because right now, people are just looking at like they see the headline: streaming war, Apple mm-hmm. Music versus Sp- Tidal. Like, no, that's not the that's not the real war. Yep. Like that's the, the disguise war.
1: That's not going up is the ones that's ASCAP and BMI versus Spotify. Yeah. ASCAP and BMI versus Apple Music and ASCAP and BMI versus Tidal, because. That's the one that everybody needs to be worried about because that's the one that's got to do with folks playing fair out here, man. Yeah. That's the one that's devaluing your music, making a play of your record worth, what, 10, you know, a a, a hundredth of a penny? Something like that? Yeah, yeah. I mean, 1500
0: plays, man, equal one one sale. So, I mean, you got to think it used to cost
1: a dollar for somebody to hear your whole song.
0: Yeah. And now think about that. Now it takes fifteen hundred a
1: dollar for somebody to get access to your song and hear it. Real talk,
0: that's real talk. Like they can hear people it forever, though. It. Yeah, they can hear it forever, but it's like I mean, you know, the the, the beauty part of stream, streaming is that yes, people have access to it. They don't have to. You, you don't have to commit to buy. You know what I mean? Like you can yeah. listen to it. That's great. I love that. My thing is, I yeah. ask people like, hey, you know something? Listen to it first. If you like it, then go buy it and then just and then look buy it just to support and now you can keep streaming it all you want to i don't care now because you already bought it but you know you it's, it's that's that's it's, 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 hard to tell people to do all of those steps So you know what i mean
1: exactly
2: that's
1: what i try to tell that's what i've been telling everybody about manifest destiny because i got you know i got you know as folks become more woke they come more woke to everything you know what i'm saying and i appreciate that because this is a Arts and entertainment are a big part of business,
2: mm-hmm.
1: um, especially here in the United States. So I've had a lot of folks asking me, you know, like, ah, oh, man, so what helps you more? Because I'm not really sure. Is it help more if I stream the album all the time or if I buy it? I was like, what, you going to buy it? Yeah. we'll buy it. <laughs> yeah. Buy but it. Just listen to it on Apple Music or whatever you
0: got. Real talk. Like, <laughs> you man. know what I'm saying? Bro, I had a I had a situation, man, where I I released an album, right? Um, well, it was an EP, just a short EP that I that I did, and I had it on Bandcamp for like two weeks, right? Mm-hmm. And you know. We we that know know that Bandcamp you know the payout on Bandcamp is nice album wise you yeah. know what I'm saying like yeah re- real nice yeah. And, and I'm getting that money the, nice. I'm getting that money in a matter of a couple of days as opposed to like you having to man? wait like three to six months from iTunes yeah and bro else. I love Bandcamp
1: man so Dude, I wish that platform would boom dog because that's the best one yeah yeah real.
0: Band Bandcamp is really is really the big deal right so I had it on on Bandcamp for a couple of weeks. And it, you know, it, it had a slow burn, but it was selling, you know, and, and mm-hmm. I was enjoying to the sell them because, like I said, I was getting the money a little bit quicker. And then, you know, I was like, OK, let me go ahead and put it up on iTunes and everything like that. As soon as I put it up on iTunes, I get these congratulation texts and, and all of this stuff in my mind. I'm like, you congratulate the music been available for two weeks. What are you talking about? Like, it's on iTunes. Yeah. It's on title. It's that perception. It's like, oh, it's in a yep. in, in a so called bigger platform. You made it.
1: Yeah, I'm like, yo, yep.
0: it's there from a click of a button, bro. What are you talking about?
2: Like, and,
1: and, but you know that's that's so much of the game though. Yeah, it's you're perception. right. That's why so many people are are thinking about how they gonna. How they in Atlanta and how can I get this this future feature or this you know, this such and such feature where, you know, and you there, you know, man, Atlanta, man, you talking about a place where you don't need nobody but your homeboys.
2: That's and it. I
1: mean y'all in a, a musical hub, you know what I'm saying? So like I feel like the creation there is on an advanced level. Just like, like LA, you know what I'm saying? Like New York. Like you from and live and breathe in this place forever and you create like you are are active in creating and developing your talent, man, it's going to be good because that's yeah. what y'all make is good music. So, like, you don't need to get the big, big dude right now. I mean, it look good. It's going to look good to everybody else. But if you can get a song that's just naturally going to pop, it's naturally going to pop. You know what I'm saying? Like,
0: my, like, my, my make thing, a good record. Absolutely. My thing is, number one, make a good record. But two, don't ask for the feature. Like you know, and what I mean, don't ask for the big feature. Like you'll know when, like future, will come calling when it's time for future to work with
1: you. Exactly, exactly. You know what I mean? And, exactly. and that's
0: not a pride thing, or anything. Like it's just being realistic. Like future's on a whole nother level right now. Like when he notice you, trust me, he gonna call. If he's smart, he gonna call because him working with you gonna keep his name relevant in, in the streets. It's basically what Drake did. You know, when he went and got. Migos and he went and got McCona and You know what I'm saying? It's like, okay, let me mm-hmm. keep my name relevant in the streets down here. Mm-hmm. And at the time, mm-hmm. people didn't see what Drake was doing, but he basically transitioned to the point where he can drop an album with Future and it makes sense. Yep. If you would have did that five years ago, it wouldn't have made sense. It's like, why are you working with lot. Future? But him going and, and, and getting these little bits and pieces, working with, you know, the artists down here... Now when he do a full album with Future, and he's still riding that Future wave, bro. Like, they on tour. Yeah, I about
1: to say, like, on a business <laughs> stance, it's a it's a great play for Future. Oh, yeah. But, like, on a relevancy stance, that was that was all Drake.
2: Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Oh,
1: yeah. Because oh, Future didn't need that.
2: No, it not was at all. on the
1: rise. You know what I'm saying? You hit that place where you at, like, where Drake at now, you know, where we've seen Jay-Z at for a while, you know, where it's like, I'm, I'm, I, I hit the... I hit the pinnacle. The pinnacle for a lot of these cats is also the plateau point. You know what I'm saying?
0: Absolutely.
1: I mean, basically for everybody. Yeah, like (laughs) Drake. It's rare that you see cats that get to the top of the game and then continue to push the culture forward, the sound forward. For what? I'm comfortable. I don't have to do anything innovative. The thing that I'm doing is working. I don't need to reinvent the wheel. The wheel's gonna
0: evolve. Absolutely, and, and you're and hearing I need it to be now.
1: Able to stay with the evolution,
0: yes, you're hearing it exactly. now. Exactly. Like, on my way, on my way here, right to record this podcast, I heard a new Fetty Wap. Well, a record featuring Fetty Wap that got like a Caribbean vibe, and I'm like, that's all Drake. <laughs> you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? It's like, and, and it, don't get me wrong, like I, I like Drake as an artist. I think he has some flaws, but. Honestly, he can't do any wrong. Like, he, he's at that point. And yeah, I,
1: he's at that point where yeah, he can't do any wrong. He can't do, any wrong. <laughs> he
0: can't do anything wrong. Like, even if you hate it, you're going to find some way to love it. You know what I mean? Even if you hate it, I guarantee your old lady loved the record. You know what I'm right. saying? Like, so you you can't you can't get around it. it he's here. I yeah. mean,
1: last year, last summer showed us. Like, the, I, I remember where I was when that Meek Mill stuff, but I matter of fact, I was at an Earth Gang studio session. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they was finishing up their album. Um, one of they, they they managers is from Pittsburgh. We know these cats, you know what I'm saying? So we at their little studio session. These cats are finishing up their album, and all of this news started breaking. Like, Meek started posting the tweets, and uh, Mecca started posting the tweets and stuff. And it's just like, oh, Now, you know what I'm saying, (laughs) and so like the real nigga rapper in me is like, oh shit, (laughs) down with the king. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's
0: about about to go down. Yeah,
1: (laughs) but the realist in me is like, nigga, y'all can't break Drake. Like, if this don't break Drake, which I'm pretty sure it's not, if this don't break Drake, that nigga is untouchable. He
0: untouchable, and it didn't
1: because that was that
0: was the best shot. Like Meek had all the ammo to get Drake out of yeah. here. He had all if the Meek, ammo to get him out of here. Meek
1: would have came with the Joe Button ferocity, following that shit. Oh
0: yeah, yeah. It would have been a problem. You might
1: not see no no Drake no more. And yeah. and, and Meek, Mike could have took the, the man shit.
0: He he had a shot. You know, he, he just didn't.
1: He definitely had a shot. And he's commercial enough. Yep. And he can make, especially for like the summertime and shit. Like he make enough bangers and shit, like, he could've did it. Like, I ain't never, I honestly never listened to a Meek Mill album, but I've listened to plenty of Meek Mill mixtapes, mm-hmm. nigga, like, this nigga mixtape game is crazy. Like, he's super comfortable, nigga's, Screaming and clunk, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, he had he had <laughs> the shot, man. Pain.
0: He just didn't execute. That was the
1: moment. That was the moment. I mean, I knew Joe Budden wasn't finna dethrone this nigga, but I knew this nigga was finna get that nigga some work. Well, see, at
0: see, the thing the thing with Joe Budden though is like Joe couldn't lose in that situation. Oh
1: no, 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 no! And Joe definitely won. Like he won, he won way more than people even think that he won. Because like I mean, yeah, Drake Drake threw a shot at you. You know, we ain't we didn't get to hear the Drake shot first before we heard all the Joe Button shit. He kind of, I think he kind of messed himself up coming out early. He should have probably just waited till the shit came out, knowing he had some shit on deck for the nigga. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. He dropped damn near all of his records before the, the the French record dropped or whatever. But like, I mean, nigga, you still got this nigga going around on his tour, <laughs> screaming "fuck you."
0: Absolutely, you know what
1: I'm saying and shit like that like that nigga that is power right like, there
0: like Budden, Budden 1 bro like you gotta yes. think about it now we as rap fans we know Joe Budden you know what I mean and, and we know yes. his lyrical ability but to the average yes. Drake fan they think Joe Budden yes, just do exactly. a podcast it's <laughs> you
1: know? an old nigga yeah it's an old nigga who do a podcast like Oh, he rapped? Like, you know how many... Oh, man, you know how many tweets and shit I've seen like that?
0: Yeah, I like, Joe Budden rap.
1: Dude, Joe Budden rap? And I'm like, man, y'all niggas is children. Boy, gosh, damn. Yeah, for or real. Or niggas talking about all he got is pump it up. Because it's a lot... I mean, like, if I wouldn't have uh, moved to the East Coast and then, you know, been around all these Jersey niggas, I probably wouldn't know much about Joe Budden past pump it up. I like to pump it up. Whereas mm-hmm. a bunch of other niggas might not have liked pump to pump it up. I fucked with it. Off the juice nostalgia alone, you know what I'm saying? But like, getting, getting, you know, my my business partner, bunch of the niggas I fuck with, they all from Jersey, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So getting with these niggas, I got indoctrinated into the move music, man. Gosh damn, nigga, move music too is crazy. You know what yeah, I'm yeah, saying? no, no. <laughs> Button can rap, man. Like, <laughs> yeah,
0: Joe Button is nice, and Drake know yeah. that. The same yeah, way, Drake the same way, I feel like
1: Drake can be nice. When he wanna be. Oh yeah.
0: You know what I'm saying? Oh yeah. But he you know something, I don't know if you heard like the the new Two Chains record with him. But he summed it up. I got I gotta pull those those uh lyrics up at some point. But he summed it up in that record with Two Chains. Like he pretty I listened
1: to the two chains, I just can't remember what his verse
0: was about. Oh uh, let me see it's called Big Amount, like dude. I'm going I'm going I I gotta look up the these lyrics because he pretty much said it, man. Like he he gave the whole rundown of where he's at right now, and and I was like, oh, right. okay, yeah, like he he dope for that. He know exactly what he what he doing right now. So I'm gonna read right. these real quick. Like, so he's like, look, I got a big amount. I think I'm the biggest out. I got hits and ain't even put them out lit, and you can't even put it out. I got billboard melodies, raps is something I just do on the side. Crossed over to the other side, and I didn't even get it. I ain't, and I ain't even have to die. Got the money and I never show it. Like let everybody else try to play heroic. Like he pretty much just that. That's it. That's how he started the bars off. Like he just gave. And I you, mean,
1: but like he you, gave
0: you the formula. If you
1: pay any attention? You have to know this already. You know? Yeah, 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 like, yeah.
0: Absolutely, absolutely.
1: The problem with rap is, I feel like. Well, not gonna say that. Not with everybody, but it's a good number of folks. That just ain't realist about shit. You know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. they like who they like or they love, they stop their opinion of some shit. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, our opinion of the nigga or of his, you know, egregiousness or of his motherfucking talents ain't going to change where he stands. You know? Yeah, you're uh, right.
0: You're right. <laughs> to hate, right.
1: hate love it. Like, I know the nigga to rap. I I know from Comeback Season that the nigga can rap,
2: mm-hmm. you know what I'm
1: saying? But I don't hear that shit no more, and that shit made me less of a fan. But I can't deny, this is fucking chokehold on shit, man. This nigga, this the place where the nigga stands is fucking in a place all by himself. shit. Yeah. Nobody's done what this nigga has done, you know what I mean? I feel like this is like the 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 you know the the they the the white men that we talk about. Who secretly are you know running rap and fucking guiding this course? Like they've been waiting on this nigga forever. <laughs>
0: forever. It <laughs> was like, forever, oh, you mean to tell me? Forever. You mean to tell me we got Jay Z out of here? Like, well, we don't have to hear no more coke raps. Oh, he gone, bruh. Like, oh, we got somebody who really like, like, okay, we we can we can say this and then we can wrap up on Drake, right? But like, real and talk, I
1: mean, and and it ain't even about the Jay Z and the coke rap. I feel like the as time has progressed, you know black people have started to become more woke and so the 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 group of niggas who think that rapping about drugs and trapping and shit is detrimental to the culture have now been engulfed in this emo nigga who just rap about love and shit but it's still gonna sell you everything the same all the same you know what i'm saying like shit the same and I was way. like, It's the it's the same fucking game. Oh yeah it's <laughs> you know? it's it's
0: the same it's the same pack no it's the same game it's just packaged differently. That's all right, it is exactly. because like you said like exactly. Drake is in his feelings and he's gonna just he's gonna give you him, and you still mm-hmm. gonna buy into it and love it because even if you don't like mm-hmm. it like I said your old lady gonna love it and as long as she love it. Yep. Then you gonna listen to it because you ain't got no choice. Cause and y'all she gonna go to, it.
1: go to the goddamn Summer Sixteen tour and you go. OVO Jordan. Nah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And like the fuck nigga yeah, <laughs>
0: Nike yeah. got you again they got Apple you. music got you again got you <laughs> again man got you again and, and you didn't even know it you know what i'm mm-hmm. saying you didn't even know <laughs> so look yeah. man you got you got this uh project well it's a, a competition right you said steps for stacks and, and that's dropping yeah, in, in, in september stacks. all right explain that to me man that's a dope title by the way i appreciate it so
1: step for stacks um we are man so like you know, CSB, like, that's my crew. We make music, but we also a bunch of niggas, you know, who, you know, we came up like most niggas then came up, you know what I'm saying, and lower middle class to lower class communities, you know what I'm saying, and fucking seen shit wasn't super sweet, Seen half our niggas in the street, you know, Seen half our niggas try to get out of where we came from, and we was in that group of niggas who left to go, you know, go educate, get better and try to make a difference and shit. But we always love this music shit. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And so, you know, we've always had, you know, been wanting to make an effort to, like, do something positive to give back and shit like that. Um, and, you know, in the meantime, you know, telling niggas out here that's rapping and promoting their music and coming up off of drug money or off of you know, working you'd be little dicky working in corporate America, which is still motherfucking slaving and drugging your goddamn black community, my nigga, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And taking these proceeds to go back and fucking build up your fucking music. And man, we stayed in the community, man. We always worked with kids, worked with community uh centers and non profits and shit like that. This is what we do, this kind of niggas that we is, you know what I'm saying? And so step for stacks, man. There's just a way for us to you know, have some fun with our record and, you know, give folks the way to be creative and also get a chance to win some shit. So, you know, um, ain't no degrees for rap. Ain't no it's degrees for singing. It's degrees for dance. Ain't no degrees for stepping. You know what I'm saying? Um, but it's opportunities to do all these things um, while you're in school shit. First time I rapped on the stage, well, not the first time, maybe like the second or third time. The first time I rapped on the stage was actually at my church, in the pulpit, nigga, because I'm
2: fresh.
1: Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, nah, bushes. but yeah, so like, you know, rapping in school, that's where I got nice, you know what I'm saying? Dan- like, the dancers that I knew dancing in school, that's where they got nice, man, you know what I'm saying? Like, around our peers, and around the lunch table, on the yard, you know, wherever it was, you know, even going into college, man, like, I remember the fucking... The cap Alpha Psi had a fucking... Like, a freestyle battle at um at Pitt, man. And shit, I won that fucking shit, nigga. And it was great. like yeah.
2: <laughs> You know what I'm
1: saying? Like, fuck, I got a, I got a chance to, to get out here and rap some more. Like, in this time, battle rap, but on the stage. Like, I used to just battle rap in a cypher, nigga. Like, I never battle rap in front of a big-ass audience of people before this moment. So here, let me sharpen up my blade a little bit more. You know what I'm saying? And so, like... There's always opportunities to to develop this shit, but it's not really a lot of times that you get to like you know get something back for it, not always, and so we wanna just add another another opportunity for people to gain you know based off of the things that they can do so i mean basically uh, for this competition, step to stacks, man, we just want um all our participants uh to produce a forty five second video um to be at them dancing stepping. Just any kind of routine. You know what I'm saying? Like, nigga, it could be like, remember the old school Nike basketball commercials when niggas was
2: dribbling the ball
1: to the beat and shit? Oh, but, yeah, um,
2: yeah.
1: yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, it don't matter. Like, <laughs> it could be some shit like that, nigga. It could be a chess team that came together with some dope shit. It don't matter. You know what I'm saying? That's uh, dope, We just man. wanted to get a little video together, upload it to our website, um, which should be live, I think, next week, this week and next week. Uh, we got the little... Promo video out already, but the site ain't up yet. Nigga, I'm just trying to get the word going, you know. Uh, but fucking so go on to the website, upload this video, and then just get people to come on and vote. You know what I'm saying? They can come and click on your page, click, you know, the little vote, little button underneath your video, and the most, the five teams with the most votes, um, gotta come up with a second video. You know what I'm saying? Uh, but this one's 90 seconds, so like a minute and a half to like really get that shit off and, um, you know, the, the team that gets the most votes out of the second round get lead to leave with a $1,000 to their team and also a $1,000 donation made to the U.S. charity of their choice in their name. Dope. You know what I'm saying? That's dope. You know man. what I mean? So we're trying to give back at the same time. And I really like trying to do something dope with it. So that's why I say it's $2,000 prize. Um, the second and third place teams don't actually get money in hand, but they get to make donations in their name as well. So if you get second place, you get to make a $500 donation. Third place. $250 donation. I mean, shit. And if this shit is big enough and we get enough people involved in here, hopefully we can do another one, nigga, where niggas, everybody can win some money. You know what I'm saying? And
2: yeah, everybody
1: man. can give away some more money than they giving away. this time, And You know what I'm saying? Really, like, do it up for the people, man. But, like, it's an opportunity for people to help themselves and help somebody else, man. And that shit is... The kind of shit that I live for, you know what I mean? Yeah, so, that's, that's at, dope,
0: man. That's definitely yeah, dope, like getting everybody involved like that too, because you, it you got to give back, and, and it's like the, practicing the giving back now, as opposed to waiting. You know what I'm saying? into everything mm-hmm. like like that that says so much about who you are as an artist, man. Like that's that's real. You know what I mean? Like definitely. I
1: appreciate that, bro. Oh yeah, man. For that's real, definitely. I mean, my OG stepped to me. He's like, man, you know we gotta we gonna put together a budget of this much. We're gonna figure out a way to do some promotion. So, you know, let's go. It ain't a whole whole lot. It wasn't enough to go to no radio stations and shit, you know. Y'all y'all wanna learn some real game, go learn about payola shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it wasn't it wasn't enough money to go to the radio with, you know, which is like the for surefire way to get your shit going. But I was like, man, nah, fuck fucking let's do something let's do something real, bro. Let's do something real. So like, Absolutely. you know, we reinvesting this shit into we reinvesting the money that we're trying to promote it into the people that we trying to reach,
2: you know what, what I'm saying? Right.
1: Like, I'd rather, I'd rather give this money back to folks where it's going to be beneficial to them and they can see that's how I feel about life and my music, you know what I'm saying? As opposed to just try to come up off of them, nigga, like, you know what I mean? Like,
2: that's, that's really not tough. my
1: goal. This ain't about getting fucking rich, you know what I'm saying? Like, this is about being impactful for me, like trying to etch a place in history with this shit, with this music shit, you know what I'm saying? Like, telling our story, nigga. This is what we going through right now, you know? And so if I got a chance to boost that up, nigga, it's hard being in college. It's hard being in
2: middle school,
1: elementary (laughs) school, high school. It's hard being a kid, nigga, and not having no money, especially if mom and daddy ain't got no money, nigga, because you can't just go back and lean on that shit, you know? You got
2: to try to figure out where it's coming from.
1: And especially exactly. so trying, to do it, any, trying to do it the right way, that's too. that's in a state school, they can do this shit, man. Kindergarten all the way up to doctoral program, nigga, if you in a barber college and it's recognized by the state that you in, nigga, fucking swing them Clippers, my nigga, what's happening shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, we just trying to get this shit going, bro. You know what I'm saying? And get people feeling good, man. Like, you know, when I think about my album, I think about that record Too Damn Hard in particular. Like, you know, it's it's a fun, it's a party record, man. Mm-hmm. I don't really make a whole, whole lot of those, but, man, shit, I like to party because I like to smile through the little pains and shit of life, man. You know, shit ain't sweet. This shit ain't easy. You know what I'm saying? So, like, fucking like finding ways and places to have joy and shit is necessary. It's good Absolutely for your mental. Necessary. You know what I'm saying? Definitely um, necessary. Like, for the a nigga be trying to be on, bro.
0: So you know you got the project manifest destiny is out right now. It's on everywhere y'all want it. Uh, there's no excuse. You can find it literally everywhere. Um, to support, and that
1: shit fire, man.
0: Yeah, I gotta look, I gotta go back and listen, man. I'm gonna go and listen, check it out today. Um, but going forward to support the album, you about to hit the road, right? Coming up in October. Yes, sir. Tell us about yes, that, man. Sir. Like uh, how many dates um, you gonna be out on the road, and, and and where are you planning on stopping?
1: So it's a it's a little it's a small little tour, only like old dates. Um, we still finalizing our locations right now, uh you know what I'm saying. But um we finna hit the east coast. I mean it's kinda like a homecoming tour for me. Um back to the second state the second home of mine, you know what I'm saying? After I left Texas, nigga, like Pittsburgh really adopted a nigga and took a nigga in, man, made a nigga feel, you know, some love and shit. Didn't some I mean, you know, we call it East because it's in Pennsylvania, Pittsburgh. Really, them some Midwest niggas, man. So you know they got some good ass <laughs> values and shit. <laughs> Not to say East Coast niggas don't have. I good got
0: values. you. I got you. I got
1: you. <laughs> you know, but like the Midwest, like that's basically the damn South. Like that's, you know, South Junior right there, man. You know what I'm saying, dude? So, I, I experienced that
0: too, man. Um, like I just came off a of vacation. I was in uh Minneapolis, right? And that's oh, my yeah. that's my first time ever being there, but. Like, truth be told, like, it's not a lot of black people there. It was well, it's a bunch of Ethiopian and Somalian people, uh, but it's mm-hmm. majority white people, right? But mm-hmm. it felt so South, though. Like, you know how you you run into people, and, like, everybody's saying, like, hey, how you doing? Like, let me show you where to go. Here, here. You know, you don't usually get that if you go up, you know, up top. You know what I'm saying? So exactly. That, that was exactly. surprising exactly. to me. So I see what you mean by that. I definitely yeah, see what man. you mean. Yeah, man. And so, yeah, it's,
1: it, yeah it's, you, you definitely get it. You definitely do it. So, you know. Pittsburgh was very, you know, welcoming to me and shit. And so fucking homecoming's about to happen in, like, that first weekend of October. So we're trying to shoot up there. We're going to do a, a a night in Pittsburgh, and we're going to hit um, Philly, B.C., and New York City, man. So, you know what I'm saying? Hitting the, the big cities in the East Coast uh, fucking um, early or mid-October. You know what I'm saying? So shit, the fucking dates we had, as soon as I got the dates, lockdown niggas the flyers and all of that shit is gonna be up so if you listen to this podcast you want to hear some dope ass um Texas cali ass motherfucking rap music niggas this is uh should i be out to your city soon Hell.
0: that's <laughs> dope man we got to see what we can what do what about you here in atlanta man
1: man shit yeah i'm sad i couldn't make it down on the on the little y'all just had man that shit look like it was fire, bro. i was checking out um Checking out out a little video clips and shit that y'all was posting, man. shit was shit was going, man. Yeah, shit, man. Yeah, we had, I we had gotta a good time,
0: man. We had a good time. Like we um we, we 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 planning some new stuff, man. So we we may be out your way. We you know, fingers yeah, crossed. We waiting. Fingers crossed, but we, let, we may be out your way. Let me know. So.
1: And if it's some shit, if you gotta if you got enough leeway on a, on a date. You know what I'm saying, and then, hey, let me know, man. Shit, if, if 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 the time is right, I would definitely come out there and fuck with y'all, man. I need to get to Atlanta anyway I got some shit I need to handle out
0: there. Oh yeah, <laughs> you know, <laughs> definitely, definitely, we can make we can make it work, man. We can de- definitely make it work for you. But look, bro, hey, man, I I really appreciate you. We we got to talk about all kind of stuff, man. Like from from. Yeah, man. You know, streaming and, and Drake and all that. So I, I I felt we we had a lot of a lot of points to go over, man. But uh, before you get out Definitely, of here, though, tell the people like how can they connect with you, man? If they want to reach you on social media, what's the best way to do so?
1: Man, so my favorite my favorite social media is Instagram. So y'all can uh, y'all can catch me on Instagram, um, Twitter, uh, everything basically, Facebook, SoundCloud, Audio Mac. Bandcamp, all this shit, it's all... Wherever you put the username, is Nick Pratt Music. N-I-C-K-P-R-A-T-T-M-U-S-I-C, man. Um, I'm I'm on there fucking posting... I just posted a picture of me when I was a little-ass kid with some thick-ass glasses today. Fucking, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> uh, shit, I like to get on Twitter and talk, niggas, so fuck with me. Let's talk. We can talk rap battles and beats and shit, and we can talk... Fucking current events, you know what I'm saying? Police killing niggas, whatever y'all want to talk about, man. Shit, I'm out here, man. Holler at me. Facebook, all that shit, man. SoundCloud, fucking Apple Music, Spotify, man. Fucking... Follow me on goddamn Spotify, shit. Since y'all want to fucking support all these weak-ass streaming sites. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> it's taking the like food out of my future-tearing mouth, man.
2: Yeah, man. Follow
1: me on fucking Spotify and fucking Apple Music and Tyler and that shit, too. And listen to my album. I'm telling you, Manifestation and shit, it's like the return of the Southern Rap album. We bringing it. It's a lot of Southern... Rappers bringing the flavor back, man Like the old school Niggas was being creative And having bars and shit Everything don't sound Like some of this Zombie trap shit That you be hearing, man some of the, Like not hating on the trap shit Cause I, you know Nigga, I'm from the South I love the trap But like Goddamn Nigga I like some shit that sound Creative and different And if you like to hear Interesting and different sounds And shit You gonna fuck with that Goddamn Manifest Destiny, man That shit the Fuck what you mean, man That shit yeah. I just heard too Nigga, till you hear this yes sir
0: yes sir man well look bro i appreciate you again for calling in man definitely a dope episode man so like i tell you guys all the time man, if you got a dream pray on that dream research that dream and work until that dream becomes reality and with that being said i'm jay good straight out of den he's nick pratt we out yes sir this episode was brought to you by the indie creative network